The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. I was so busy dancing to the song and making faces to the song. I forgot that I was going to be on camera in two seconds. Good morning and welcome to this special edition of Autism Live, where all this week we have been celebrating individuals who are people, they're stars. I, I mean, that's the best possible thing to say about them. They're card stars. They work for the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. They work with individuals in many different capacities that are on the autism spectrum. And so we're featuring them this week. You know, how, there's a book um, for those of you who are teachers out there that uh, the title of it is Who Moved My Cheese? It was a very popular book back in the 80s. And it's this whole thing about, you know, getting yourself set and ready. And I had to rearrange things in this uh, space last night. And all my, you know, all my computers and everything, everything is off kilter, and it's messing me up. <laughs> so if I seem like I'm a little, it's because my somebody moved my cheese. Um, but I'm thrilled to be here with you and have the privilege to be here with you. Uh, we are here on a mission every day to provide you information and inspiration. And we sort of have scaled back our information a little bit this week to hit you hard with inspiration. And um, I know uh, some of you have been like, well, wait a second, where's Temple Grandin? And, and where's Dr. Grandpache answering my question? And I, I know that it's stressing you out a little bit, but I hope you see the method to the madness here. Um, that as you get to meet these individuals who are working in the field and get to see the passion that they're bringing to working with you or working with your kiddo uh, or working with your teen or the, your child that is now an adult on the spectrum, I, I hope it fills you with the hope that, uh, that I felt when I met these folks. And, uh, and I want you to know we're focusing on people at the Center for Autism and Related Disorders because I happen to love them. And that is where my child uh, found his breakthrough. But we, we want you to know always here on this show that we are well aware of the fact that there are many really good quality ABA providers out there. Uh, and if you are with one of those, yippee skippy, we support that fully. And please make sure that you're thanking the people on your team. We draw the line, though, at talking about good quality ABA and, you know, somebody who's just hung out a shingle and is says they're doing ABA, but without a plan and without following the ethical guidelines um, that are in place for good quality ABA. And I hope I know that in the month of April, pe people come forward and say ABA is this and ABA is that and it's all negative. Right. Um, but I. I hope that when you hear these individuals talk about how meaningful it is when they have uh, a child be able to do things uh, on their own, 
and they get excited about it. I hope you see that this is this is why we spend so much time talking about the difference between good quality ABA and that thing that everybody talks about as rightly being HUP too, right? Uh, so there we have it. Hey, we're live right now on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Facebook. We're also live on our homepage, and we're live on about, I don't know, 18 other sites. Uh, we hope that whichever place you're watching us live, that you're enjoying what you like and sharing it. You have the opportunity to write in on any platform that you're on. I will tell you the quickest ones are when you're on those big three, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We're able to aggregate that all here. Hey, there's Adam who just said hello. Hello to you, Adam, watching on Facebook. We're so thrilled that you're here. Uh, but we also want you to know that our show podcasts, and in fact, I love saying this, we are currently the number one rated autism podcast worldwide. We should have like uh, angel music that plays when I say that, because it's so exciting. Let's be clear, though, that that's because of you guys, because viewers like you are watching, sharing, liking, uh, reviewing, uh, subscribing, and doing all of those things. And uh, we see hello to Michelle. Adam has somebody that he would like to vote for us, uh, us to vote for for Congress. I would need to know more, Joe. Uh, <laughs> so Adam asked Joe some questions for me. I want to know what he supports uh, before I give a, a full shout out to who you want me uh, to vote for for Congress and in which state. I, I need I need info, Adam. I, I got to know. I got to know the 411 here. So uh, we're excited that in Washington state, okay, I especially want to know the 411. We have lots of families in, the, in Washington state. I want to know how they, uh, how this Joe person is for the rights of individuals on the autism spectrum. So tell me more, be in my ear here. Uh, in any case, uh, we, we love it when you guys write in, obviously, because interaction is my favorite thing. And I can't wait to introduce you to some of the amazing people that we're going to introduce you to here on the show. Uh, we uh, always remind you that while we have many experts that are on the show, I'm not one of them. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and this might be your first time here, I am a very proud mom of an individual who was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half. And as I've already said, he was treated at the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. And I say it that way because uh, all the things that I thought when my child was born that parenthood was going to be like, and then all the things that it was when my child was diagnosed with autism and how crushing that was for me. Um, card came in. It was not easy in any way, shape or form. It was not easy, but my child is turning 18 and a little less than a month and a half and has picked the college that he is going to out of the six that accepted him. And my life is good. And I have beautiful, meaningful conversations with my son and he has friends and all the things that a parent wants. And I attribute that to the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. So I'm especially happy. Uh, this is our last show where we are featuring these particular card stars starting tomorrow. We uh, switch over to talking about people who have been working in this field for more than 20 years. Uh, so, but Today, we continue on our last show with the Card Stars. These are folks who've been here less than 20 years, 
but are getting it done. We want you to know that each and every person that we feature on the show was nominated to be on the show, either by staff or by family members, uh, sometimes multiple family families, multiple, uh, multiple staff members nominated them. Uh, there were so many more people nominated than we have room for to talk on the show. Uh, later on in the month, the Center for Autism and Related Disorders will be listing all of the people who were nominated because that's the right thing to do. So these folks are just representative of a larger group of people, but man, do they represent. So uh, without further ado, I want to get to our first person who uh, we're so excited to welcome them as a card star. Jess Eves is a GCM. And of course, we're going to ask her to explain to you guys what the alphabets are in West Palm. Uh, And I understand a little birdie tells me that she just got married a couple of days before this show, which is sort of amazing that she's here with us at all. Uh, she was nominated and they said, Jess is one of our amazing GCNs who never hesitates to step up and jump in. Not only is she supporting several BCBAs through mentorship, but she is consistently advocating for her teammates and families. She isn't afraid of having a difficult conversation with a family. And so far, it has always worked out to the benefit of the patient. She has been an integral part of the growth in Florida that resulted in opening two brand new centers in 2021. We are so blessed to have her expand her reach in the East Division and support uh, Georgia and Virginia beach as well. Oh my gosh, Jess gets around. Uh, so incredible. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that the two, about the two new centers in Florida in 2021, because somebody called me the other day and said, well, your center's in Florida. And I was like, we don't have centers in Florida. And then they said, no, go and look at your website. I was like, card has two centers in Florida. When did that happen? I must have been asleep at the wheel. So I'm so glad that Jess is here. She's going to talk to us about all of that and about having just gotten married. Let's bring her into the show, Traven. Where is Jess? She's there. I can see her. I know she's coming. Uh, Traven, can we? Can I, can I put her into the show? I don't know what the problem is. Hang on, Jess. I see you there. I know you're there. Uh, I don't know whether we lost Traven. I'm putting oh, you in. Okay. There we go. Hey, Jess. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> are, are, are you a Sadie Sadie married lady? I am. I'm so, I'm so jazzed. I mean, for anyone who knows me, I'm usually pretty happy anyways, but. You're pretty bubbly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pretty special. But, when did you get married? Uh, March 26th. So um, I just came back on Monday. Wow. Wow. And did you get to have a honeymoon? We did. We actually, um, we went to a really remote honeymoon in Utah um, to visit and go hiking in the national park. So we were really safe about it. Um, we were able to do the social distancing thing, but also have a really cool honeymoon. We went like ATVing on the mountainsides and it, it was wild. It was really fun. Good for you. See, I love people who like, you know, because I know a whole bunch of people are like, well, we can't get married. It's COVID. We can't go on a home honeymoon. It's COVID. And you got it done. You got it. And yeah. it sounds like you got it done beautifully and with fun and safe. I, I, I respect that immensely. 
And we're so happy for you and wish many blessings upon this unit union. Thank you. Uh, and you're a card star, which is like no news to anybody who knows you. Uh, but Jess, I didn't even know when did these two new centers open in Florida and where was I? They, they recently opened um, like officially um, starting in February. So Tampa opened officially in February and then in March, West Palm Beach opened. We have been working on it for a while. So I actually started with CARD, um, so the Center for Autism and Related Disorders outside of our New York City and Westchester County offices um, six years ago. Um, and then three years ago, I needed to move back home to be closer to family. And thankfully I work for CARD, this awesome company that allowed me to expand um, this curriculum and, and to continue to work and be mentored by the team has who has taught me what I know now. And, expand that into Florida. So it was really cool that I could both go home and then find the need in Florida and then make sure to expand and bring card here. Cause there's a lot of ABA supports here in the state of Florida, but there really isn't anything like card. So, and it's still not enough. There's still so much more support that's needed in the world. So um, I'm glad that we had the resources to expand here. And it wasn't just me, like it has literally taken a village for about two and a half years to get it on the ground. And um, yeah, we officially open. We're actually having our open house um, on Saturday in West Palm Beach. So it's really okay. exciting. Well, that is exciting. And I'm so thrilled. I felt like so completely like, where have I been? What have I been doing that I did not know? Um, but that's so exciting because I know you guys have been working on that for like the better part of a decade. People have been asking for you guys to come to Florida and you guys have been working and trying to make that happen. So congratulations and thank you on behalf of all the Florida families, because I have this strong sense that it wouldn't have happened if you didn't want to be there. So that's amazing. You, you know, just you wanting to be closer with your family has changed lives and, and thank you. And of course, thank you card for recognizing that that was a worthwhile endeavor for you to do. I just, I love hearing the stories of people like you, Jess, that are can do, you know, uh, we talk all the time about carditude and you are the manifestation The you know, if we looked up carditude in the dictionary, there would be a picture of you. Um, and to know that you are working so hard for so many families, it's just remarkable. And I always say, you know, uh, a lot of us who've had our kids treated at card, we don't even know how to thank you guys. Like there, there's no way to thank you, but I, I want you to know that for me and for a lot of other people, we include you nightly in our prayers. And we, uh, we, we hope that you get all the good things in life and to know that you just got married and that you got to have a honeymoon. Uh, I just, I love that because that's the kind of stuff that we wish for you guys, that your, that your home life is wonderful because you give us our home life. So absolutely amazing. Um, I just, I just want to thank you so much uh, for everything that you are doing, everything that you've done. You're remarkable. How, how did you come into this field, Jess? What was the thing? When did you know, okay, this is what I'm going to do? What was it? Um, it's, it's kind of an amazing story, but I'll try and give you the abridged version. Okay. But um, my formal training is in art therapy and counseling psychology. Um, which I think does bring a lot of strength into a lot of the works and conversations we need to have as clinicians, even though 
I'm working off evidence-based practice in ABA, like I can still have some of those deeper conversations because of my formal training. And, and I and I enjoy getting there with people. Small talk has never been my thing. So I enjoy like getting to know people on a deeper level and helping families on a deeper level because we're really treating an entire family um, when they come to us. And we wanna make sure to have sensitivity to that. Um, but I was working in a different field in the trauma realm of things. So I was working with wardens of the state and a lot of those kids were on the spectrum, but were mis, um, not that they were misdiagnosed, but um, their autism diagnosis was like an underlayer to their trauma. So um, that, because their trauma was so significant and impactful, we weren't able to really treat the autism part, but it was something that always like really interested me because I would have clients that I would work with and they would come to me and like, I had one kid that I met a long, long time ago when I was very, very, very young and just starting out, but he came to me and said, he didn't say like, hi, how are you? It's great to meet you. But he did um, recite the, his dad, like an entire medical dictionary to me. And I think that's like how he was trying to communicate to me. Like, like I have a lot to say, but this is how I'm going to say it to you. Um, or this is how I'm going to engage. And there was like this, this piece there that I could communicate with him through like the art and art therapy. Um, but just working in that field, um, it's really difficult. There's not always a lot of hope in the places that you're trying to find it. And I had an opportunity to switch over to a small autism community um, and get a job there doing ABA. It was like an entry level BT position at a small center somewhere. And I loved it. And I fell in love with it and um, it was no turning back. And then I moved, I had to move to New York um, and I found out CARD was opening a center there because I was kind of tracking, I was starting to track CARD. I was starting to hear about CARD. So I was starting to track them. I went to an open house and I met Deidre King and, um, and everybody and I really fell in love with it. But I was like, should I go back into social work and counseling or should I do ABA? Because um, in New York state, like you kind of have to pick one or the other. Um, and if I picked ABA, I'd have to start all over. Um, but so I decided to go ahead and give social work a try. It was really difficult. Um, and then, so I decided to leave that. And then I was in my kitchen unpacking boxes because I had just moved. And I was like, what am I doing with my life right now? And literally I opened a box and Deidre King's card fell out into my hand from when I met her at the open house. And so I called her and I had a job the next day and I started over and I've never looked back and I've been so grateful ever since. And I do it a hundred times over. And can I just say, I love that story. I, you know, I, I don't, I have similar stories of how I came to be at CARD. And when you stop and think about all the families whose lives you're gonna change in Florida alone, uh, not to mention, I you know, I know that you're supporting people in, in Georgia and Virginia Beach as well. But when you think about Florida alone, your your desire to be where you want to be is going to change the landscape of autism in Florida, Jess. When you think about all that happening from that card, I get goosebumps, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing to, you know, to think about. But I just want you to know how grateful I am for you and how so many people are so grateful for you, Jess, and all the work that you've done, all the work that you're doing, and all the work that you're about to do. I, I'm so excited for Florida families because you're on the job. 
Thank you. That's Thank great. you. I'm really grateful too. And congratulations, you happy newlywed you. You got you've got the look, the glow. Uh, <laughs> <Say> <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. And we're so happy for you. So blessings upon your union, blessings upon you. And we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Bye-bye. What an amazing, amazing story, you guys. I have goosebumps. Uh, okay, we're going to keep on keeping on here. Uh, we're having some technical fun, but, you know, this just doesn't stop us. I'm going to say to my guests, disregard the, uh, everything else that's happening. We're forging on ahead. Uh, so our next card star that's with us is Alexandra Halpenbein, and she's going to tell me if I just slaughtered her last name. Uh, and she is a behavior technician from Boulder. Love that. Alex is, and this is the nomination that they said about her. Alex is one of our awesome trainers and always comes into a session ready to give her all. There is no doubt that the BT position is difficult, but she gives our clients the consistency that they need across every session, no matter what behaviors or situations arise. She is a wonderful cardian that any of our new BTs can model whether it's her clinical knowledge or her positive attitude. Sometimes you guys write in and you want to know about the training that therapists go through. I'm so happy that we have a card star on board today who can shed a little light on that. Let's welcome Alexandra to the program. Uh, Alexandra, I, I think you must be at a center. I, 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 I am, yes. <laughs> yes. I see toys in the background. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So yes. there we go. <laughs> uh, I love Connect Four. Uh, so uh, how badly did I, uh, can I just ask you to turn down your speaker a little bit because we're getting a little feedback when I'm talking, but then how badly did I slaughter your last name? I was impressed. You said it perfectly. Health and buying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's German. Do, it, it's a, a well, listen, I, I, I have a lot of German and uh, uh, Penrod is actually German. I didn't know that uh, mm. until a few years ago, but I, uh, you know, the first time I looked at your name, I squinted a little bit and I said, does that say Hufflepuff? Uh, <laughs> and then I looked at it again and I was like, no, we're just a Harry Potter nope. family over here. Uh, but health and buying, I love it. Uh, so Alexandra, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a card star. Thank you for being an excellent above and beyond BT, but to be a BT trainer that talks, that says a lot to me about how amazing you are and how much faith they have in you that you're doing the best quality therapy. And so they, they put the new BTs in your capable hands. So thank you for all of that. Are you surprised that you're a card star this year? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm mostly just very flattered, <laughs> really flattered. I feel so, um, supported and, um, I'm not surprised that our center and ROM is recognizing people. That's, that's what I'm not surprised about. Um, they, well, they just really know how to hold you in their care. That's amazing. I love to hear that. Yeah. Boulder is one of the relatively newer centers. How long has Boulder been open? Are, have you guys even been open for two years yet? Oh my gosh, I think it's been like two and a half years, maybe three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but I haven't well, been here for the whole time that it's been open. How long have you been at CARD? Um, I've been with CARD for over two years, but I started at the Santa Fe, New Mexico CARD 
and then I transferred to Boulder. So I've actually, I have a couple different experiences. That's um, wonderful. Them. And how long have you been a trainer now? Oh, um, let's see. A year, a year. Yeah. So yeah. that's a year. So a year, that means during COVID, uh, and this has been some pretty mm-hmm. remarkable circumstances. How is it going uh, being in COVID and training BTs and, and working at the center with kiddos? It's, there's a oh. lot to be considered, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was really, really hard as it is, um, especially in the beginning. You know, we lost a lot of kids when COVID hit and we lost most of our team. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, and by lost, I mean, we, we should make, be clear that by lost, uh, you know, they, they're alive and well and healthy, but yes. they, they took breaks from, no, I just want to make sure, you know, people, people misunderstand. They took breaks from therapy. They said, I'm not, we're not comfortable, um, doing this. So we're going to stop therapy. A lot of people did that. Some people continued on with therapy through telehealth or whatever. And then mm-hmm. eventually you guys got the centers back open, but you know, not all families have come back yet, which for me right. breaks my heart because the yeah. need remains. The, the need, yeah. um, but we still are having issues getting therapists to come back because, you know, they're trying to be safe and social distancing and every, sometimes they Absolutely. have uh, kids to take care of at home or elderly parents to take care of at home. There's a lot of things that people, everybody had their own story during COVID. I just wanted to be clear that that, that lost at, as in they're not getting services, not doing services. Okay. No, but so, a crucial but you, clarification. Yes. But, but you keep, <laughs> you stayed and you plugged along uh, and yes. others have too. What, why, what is it? Are you just like extra? Are you just fabulous, brave? And, and why did you persevere? Oh man, that's a good question. I guess just um, no matter what happens, the world doesn't stop turning. People still need help. We can't stop. We can't stop like everything, you know, so many things were stopped for us. And, you know, there were a lot of things we couldn't do, which was important for us to like move past the virus. But um, I think that this was one thing that we just, we can't stop doing this. This is so important. This is why you're so amazing. We always say when we're looking for therapists, we always say, you know, what's the, what's the special sauce? What's the thing that they got to have? And I always used to say they got to be passionate because if you're passionate about something, you'll get passionate about the kids making progress. But then other people said to me, you got to be passionate and you got to have grit. And what you just described is that grit. (laughs) That's true. You got grit, girl. True. (laughs) But clearly you're passionate too. Uh, and you know, what, what was it the first, the first moment that you saw a kid making progress? What was it that made you go, okay, I want to do this? Oh man. Well, without saying too much, I was working with one kiddo for like, um, over 20 hours a week. And we just spent so much of our time together. And actually it was a really powerful experience through COVID. It was home therapy. And I was just with this kid and, we spent so much time together and he was, he was learning how to talk. And I just like being able to see him like making that connection of, oh, I say this and then I get this. And, and then just seeing it pick up and, oh my gosh, just being with him for that long and watching him grow so much in that, in those months when everything else just seems so stagnant. Um, 
It was so powerful. Well, there it is, you guys. First you saw the grit and then you saw the passion. <laughs> this is this is why we salute you because those are the things that we want to see. And I love that you are training other therapists because when they see that in you, it, you're modeling it beautifully and they'll know what to do. That's what changes an entire generation of a center. I hope you know that, that when there's a good trainer who's training good therapists coming in the door, it's like this self-fulfilling loop um, that it just continues and it means good things in the center. It means good things for the families and for sure it means good things for the the, the clients that are being treated, the kiddos, the teens, and the adults that are being treated. So Alexandra, you are a card star. We are so grateful for you. And you just keep on doing what, you, what you're doing and know that we appreciate it and think it's remarkable. Thank you. I feel really, really held and cared for and um, just encouraged by card as a whole, just in general, and specifically everybody who's here and the culture really matters. So I appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate I, this opportunity. Thank I you just so want much. you to shout out and say what the name of your OM is, because for you to say, I feel held and appreciated. I want to give that OM a specific shout out. Who is it? Yes, he is so great. His name is Christian Pojas. He's fantastic. And um, yeah, man, he's so great. He's great for everyone. Well, will you tell him that I said thank you personally for me? Sure thing. All right. Thank you, Alexandra. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. For those of you who've been, isn't that amazing, you guys? For those of you who've been watching all week, you know that it was originally our intention to celebrate Dr. Grampy birthday today with her. Uh, she wasn't able to be with us. She's on a plane right now, so she's not even able to watch this. But we want to really quickly uh, wish a very happy birthday to Dr. Doreen Grampy-Shea uh, and, and wish her many happy returns. Please feel free to write in here and I'll make sure that she, if you want to say happy birthday to her, and I'll make sure that she gets the message uh, because she's she was the first person to have the grit and the passion to form CARD over 30 years ago. This is the 31st year of CARD. That's how long they have been treating individuals on the autism spectrum and helping them to reach their full potential, which is pretty, pretty remarkable if you stop and think about it. I, we have just a minute because we intended to be here with Dr. Grampy Shea. And yes, uh, the, Christina says she can watch the replay. And yes, if she finds the time to do that, uh, she's pretty busy at the moment. But uh, we, we, we had a quick question that came in and I want to make sure that uh, that I get a chance to address it. Um, somebody on YouTube said, could you please elaborate how we can reduce hyperactive behavior of uh, children on the autism spectrum? And since we just have a minute, I just want to say that there, we have a library of videos where we talk about a wide variety of things. Um, and, and I think it's super important. And I, this is one of the reasons why I love Dr. Grampy Shea and why I love CARD. CARD from the beginning has looked at individuals on the autism spectrum and said, these are living, breathing human beings and they have a little ecosystem to them and that behavior um, is a very powerful thing and there are behavior modification tools, but some, sometimes we're looking at a behavior that's happening and it, it is still a behavior, but it's rooted in something medical. 
And that, uh, so just treating something from a behavioral standpoint often isn't enough. And uh, it is worthwhile to be working with like-minded individuals in the medical field to be working on things from both ends. So when we see that somebody is hyperactive uh, and they are on the autism spectrum, it's worthwhile to look and see if there is a medical component to that. And it's not, it's not this like crazy, like, Ooh, what will we do and how many tests that we have to do? We know studies have shown us clearly in the last 10 years that there are a couple of things that will contribute to hyperactivity in all children, including those on the autism spectrum. Um, and so we talk on the show about cleaning up diet, that there are dietary things that you can be looking at. The first one that I like to talk about with people is artificial food colorings and flavors. That if you want to do, you know, a little bit of research and just Google artificial food coloring and flavors, hyperactivity or lack of focus, and you will get a bunch of studies. I, I would tell you, you don't even have to go to look that up, go to a birthday party or watch a video of a birthday party and watch them. I remember being at a Halloween party with my son and they had a black cat cake. So they had black frosting on this cake and then other rainbow colors. It had like a rainbow mane on it, but it was a black cat for Halloween. And everybody was having fun at the party. It was a good time, you know, probably 50 kids that were between the ages of like three and six. And there were, you know, there were superheroes at this party. No expense was spared for this party. It was so wonderful. Everybody was having a good time. They wheel out the black cat cake and my son can't have any because he's on a gluten-free, casein-free diet. The cake is off limits for him. And everybody feels so bad for him that he's not going to have the black cat cake. The kids are scarfing the cake down, eating so much of it and sticking their tongues out at each other and their tongues are black and all the moms are taking pictures of all the kids with their, you know, black dye all over their hands and all over their tongues. Within 10 minutes, the party was over because kids were screaming, throwing this. These are neurotypical kids, first of all. Okay. They were screaming, throwing things, crying, uh, hitting each other and running around like lunatics because that dye had hit their system. Uh, I saw it with my, and my kid was standing there going, what's, what just happened? Right. And and parents were picking up their kids and saying, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, we got to go home, so on and so forth. Do the research, though. See the studies that talk about artificial food colorings and flavors. It, you know, in European countries, they don't allow the same food colorings we allow here in the United States for this reason. Um, it's a form of poison. Some of those food colorings, they're not all equal and even. Do your research. But I'm telling you, it's a big deal. The other thing is pesticides. There's a study that came out in 2011 that showed that there's a clear correlation between the amount of pesticides in a child's body and their amount of hyperactive activity, a direct correlation. So I encourage you to go as organic as you possibly can and see if there is a difference for your child. Now that's, and you can talk to your medical doctor about all of those things as well. Um, so that's the medical side of it. But I think you will see, like many of us have seen, that when you remove those things from your child's diet, and the last one, I'll be very unpopular, is to reduce the amount of sugar in their diet. Um, so because we have way too much sugar in kids' diets, and that is something that also can create, think about how you are. I can't have a cup of coffee. If I have a cup of coffee, I can't concentrate. My system is like, you might be able to have three cups of coffee before you can't concentrate, right? 
but you know, I can have a little bit of sugar and the person sitting next to me can have more sugar before they, their ability to perform degrades. Wouldn't it stand to reason that our kids would be like that too? So check out those things. If you really want to get to as best focus as possible, eliminating artificial food colors, reducing pesticides, I mean, like as much as possible, and then cutting down on sugar uh, might make a difference. And then working with a good behaviorist who can help your child to make their ability to focus grow. Um, But it's, I think it's cruel to ask a child to grow their ability to focus when we're putting all these other things into their system that make it hard for them to concentrate. Okay, uh, that's my little disclaimer about that because Dr. Grafiche couldn't be here uh, and we wanted to save time to say happy birthday to her, but happy birthday. I know she would be thrilled to talk with you guys about the biomedical part of all of this as well. But we have another card star in the wings waiting to talk with us. I'm so excited This is a family nomination. We're talking about Tiffany Mitchell. She is a a BT, a behavior technician in Manassas. Uh, Family nominated her and said, my son does not speak yet. He communicates with feelings. My family and I have noticed that our son is always happy to see Tiffany. That makes us feel comfortable to leave him in her hands. We hope she gets something special. She deserves it. And then a second family nomination, they say Tiffany is a card star because she has been very caring towards our child in the short time that she has been working with her. And she knows all of our daughter's likes and dislikes already. She is always positive and works hard to get on our daughter's level. I love hearing that. Two family nominations. Let's bring Tiffany in here so we can thank her. Tiffany. Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Is that, and and look at you. I love that bow in your hair. I can tell already the kids love you. You've got an energy about you that's amazing. Yes, thank uh, you. Oh my gosh. Congratulations <laughs> on being a uh, a card star and being, you know, do you understand that for two families to stop what they're doing to write about how amazing you are, that means that there are many more families that feel that way. They just were too busy and that's understandable. But to have two families nominate you means that you're really hitting it out of the park, Tiffany. Yes, it was a total shocker to me last week. I remember like I went to my OM when I got the email that I was nominated and I first like it took me a day to even like actually look at it because I thought, you know, it's one of the mass emails that we all get. I'm like, I'm like, Virginia, who also was nominated? You know, I'm here on the show. Yes. Congratulations to her as well. Like, and I'm just like, "Uh, you need to respond to this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So it still took me like two hours and I finally was like, okay, like I'm going to respond. Like I want to go on. Like this is, this is very, such a blessing to be a part of these families' lives and um, my kids and they're, yeah, they're amazing. Like life is about evolving and seeing them evolve and myself and the people I work with every day, it means so much to me. Um, I also like, oh, okay, now like I wasn't nervous, but now like my heart is like racing because this is my time to share like my story. And I'm I'm just so happy. I, I love CARD. Um, I've been welcomed since I first started. I got in with uh, my friend, Jasmine, shout out to her. She actually used to work for the company for a few months in, uh, in Woodbridge and had, she ended up leaving. She had um, 
her first child, my nephew. So like, and she raises him through like ABA parenting even, and ABA, like it works, it's amazing. I even talk to myself using the ABA terms, you know, like first Tiffany, I do this, then that, you know, and just, I know what it's like to, you know, not have support. And my main thing is really just being supportive and letting, like having the kids see the best in themselves and, you know, highlighting every moment because every moment is a teaching moment, is an opportunity. And I also, I have something like, um, well, two things. I'm a little all over. So this is for like Doreen, even though she's not on here. I wrote like a happy birthday. <laughs> I love that. I will make sure she sees that. That's amazing. And then Shannon, I have something. I have something, a message, a reminder for you. I've been watching all week, you know, this week's uh, show. I've never heard of Autism Live until last week. <laughs> and um, wow. <laughs> I'm very moved by your story, even like as a parent and um, my message to you, I know you've been saying that you've been wanting, uh, you know, you forgot to say thank you, you know, but I want you, you did everything and you are love and you are light, Shannon. And oh, I, just, I love this. I absolutely it. love this. Thank you so much. I think this is so beautiful. Live life with no regrets. Uh, thank you. And as long as you know that you've done everything that you could, you have no reason to blame yourself. That's absolutely beautiful. And, and I, you know, I feel that and thank you. And I know that other caregivers needed to hear that today, Tiffany, I see clearly why you are such a star and such a blessing and something special must be going on over at Manassas because like you said, there, there were two of you. And that's pretty amazing. And I just want to say that sometimes when you, when we, when we get one person who is amazing star, they influence a whole group of people and a whole a generation of people coming through a center. But when you get two people who are rocking it, then what happens is other people look and go, I want to be like them. I want to be as happy at my job as they are. And I want to learn what they learn and do what they do. And this, and next week on the show, we're going to be showing all the people who've been at CARD for more than 20 years and hearing their story. And what you'll see is that there's little clusters of people and that it affects people for decades yes. and it changes kids' lives. So Tiffany, thank you for being one of those people. I, I hope they're taking good care of you at Manassas because you're a keeper. They are. And I honestly, my next uh, last month was a big month for me of accomplishing like my BCAT. I got my BCAT. My goal was before my birthday. So my, my birthday was last month and I got it. I, this week is actually my eight makes eight months. I've been with the company. So and I applied for the BTL. I uh, did tele I started telehealth like two weeks ago. So I love uh, networking and getting to see everyone on the Zooms and the training. I just did my centralized training last week. So I just came into card with a say yes attitude, you know, take every opportunity I can get. Oh, I see some of like the comments like on the side. Yes. <laughs> um, but I will say my BCBAs when I came in, I had, I have such, one of them is no longer with the company, but Alicia Gordon and Casey Rich are my two main BCBAs and they helped me in supporting me through my whole journey and uh casey still does and so big major shout out to them and the families like they welcomed me before i even knew them you know so it was especially in home because i 
I don't know who my nominees were from, but in home, definitely, I will say, uh, has shown me a lot. I would like to share two real impactful like moments. One, yes, as long as we don't say who the who the names of the yeah, client yeah, are, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. Go so ahead. one of one of my in homes, uh, like when I first started, they showed they had a picture of the therapist that had previously left that I was fortunate to meet that were really amazing at um, my company. I mean, at our center. And I just, I, I just was able to tell them, you know, don't worry, rest assured. Like I'm not going anywhere. Like I knew, like I was here to stay, like, and I've still been working with that client and I, I too can personally relate. Like I've been in therapy since I was 12, uh, mental illness, you know, mental diagnosis. So my goal was to put myself in these children's shoes as best as I can to understand them and help. Yeah. Continue to change their lives and implement you know, the, the behavior plans and listen to um, the support and guidance I have, but also having that empathetic connection, you know, with them and being able to relate and as well as especially the parents, because I know like how it was for my mom and my family going through uh, the ups and downs when I was young, struggling with mental illness, bipolar disorder. Um, but I've to believe recovery is where possible. And so I love even the story of hearing about your son. I'm still learning about autism in general and you know what it is, but at this end of the day, I know that we all have a soul, you know, a divine soul and we're beings of light. So I am just, I every day I look forward to encouraging the children to be them and see them grow. I love it. Like I, I love your story, Tiffany. It's so impactful and so inspirational. We thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And I can't wait. I, someday I'm going to get to meet you in person and thank you in person for all the good work that you're doing. So thank you. Uh, we're sending you hugs and saying congratulations for being a card star. Thank you take you care. So yes. You right. well. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, isn't it amazing, you guys, to see these wonderful young people and to see the passion that they bring to this? It just fills me up. I don't know about you guys. Uh, okay, so we've got one more card star uh, in this series. And, I, and again, I just want to say that many more people were nominated alone from families. Um, there were over 170 nominations from, just from families. And then there were equally that many from people within the company wanting to give a shout out to people uh, in, uh, in their offices that they worked with. When you think about that and how powerful that is, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, so our last card star, I just want to make sure they're not here yet. Uh, there, but uh, our last card star is going to be Nicole Ricks who is an assistant supervisor out of Medford. I'm going to hold off on describing her for just a second and, and talk about some of the comments because I don't have her here yet, so I don't want to jump it. Um, and uh, I just want to give some shout outs to Mike and to Callie and to Wendy and to Christina um, and to say hi to all of you who are writing in on the live chat. Nasser saying hello to you, uh, to Sumit. I hope uh, that we gave you a good answer on the hyperactivity. Uh, there are a whole bunch of behavioral things as well. I talked about the biomedical side of things, uh, but there are behavioral as well. I also 
want to encourage you, if talking about autism from a biomedical standpoint is new to you and you're like, I don't even know what she's talking about, about artificial colors and about pesticides and, you know, where can I go to start to learn more about the biomedical side of autism? I want to encourage you to go to TACANow.org. That stands for TACA, which is the Autism Community in Action. And you will be able to find so many resources there about biomedical, about artificial food colors, about pesticides, about sugar, all, all of that stuff. But Nicole has joined us. So I want to talk a little bit about this amazing card star. Uh, Nicole Ricks uh, is an assistant supervisor out of Medford. And boy, this week we've heard a lot of assistant supervisors that are card stars. And we heard Dr. Grampichet say that this is just an incredible role uh, at card. Uh, so here's what they had to say about Nicole. Nicole Ricks was such a blessing for the Medford site when she came on board in 2019. She previously worked as a therapist liaison out of one of our Colorado centers before moving to our Medford, Oregon center in May of that year. Nicole has since started a BCBA program, moved into an assistant supervisor role, and will be taking her certification exam next month. So that's this month, April, 2021. Not only is Nicole an excellent assistant supervisor, but also an all around incredible lead for our Medford office. Uh, scroll, hang on a second. It's long. There have been times when the Medford office has been without an in-person BCBA and even an operations manager. And Nicole has been a strong, all in caps, member of leadership for the staff. She is consistently coming up with innovative ideas for staff engagement, frequently steps into the uh, to provide clinical support for BTs, and is always willing to help out the Medford team. Medford is a rural area in Oregon with a shortage of BCBAs, and this card office could not be more fortunate to have Nicole moving into a supervisor role. Uh, we appreciate her so much. Gosh, uh, that is just amazing. And so we want to get her in here. Let's bring Nicole in here. So we, Nicole. Hi. Thank you so much for being an amazing card star. Were you able to hear the things they said about you? I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm flattered. <laughs> Well, Nicole, uh, you know, there's an expression that we, we say sometimes at card about you can't make pizza without dough and yes. <laughs> right. And sometimes the, the dough gets stretched pretty thin that sometimes in some of those rural areas, uh, where it's hard to get a BCBA to come and stay, it's hard to get, uh, behavior technicians to come and stay. It can be really hard. And sometimes it falls to one person to be the person who's like the buck stops with me and we're going to keep on keeping on until the reinforcements get there. And it sounds like you have been that person in Medford. And I just want you to know how deeply appreciated it is. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on and this office has definitely been a journey, but <laughs> a challenge. <laughs> it sounds like it's been challenging. Um, yeah, sometimes we're the only ABA company here in what they call the Valley in Rogue Valley. Um, and so we have a really long wait list. And like you were saying, there's not many BCBAs. And so 
Um, I've worked really hard with the retention on the team and um, our new BCBA that's here on site, which has been really nice. And hopefully I'll be a BCBA soon as well. So. Well, yeah. when, when is it that you uh, sit for your boards? I don't have an exact date yet. I'm still waiting for my degree to be conferred. So I graduated in late March. So I'm still getting okay. all of that paperwork filed and waiting to hear back. So. Okay. Well, I just, you know, you're so needed and, and the work that you have done has been so appreciated. How did you come into this field, Nicole? What were you doing before you came into ABA? Yeah. So um, I initially started in the Fort Collins office. Um, so before that, I was in school to be a speech pathologist and I was searching on Indeed and came across this BT position. And I was like, that sounds exactly like, you know, what I always wanted to do. And I kind of didn't really understand the difference between speech and behavior at the time. And so I applied thinking it was kind of a long shot and like, this sounds like way above what I'm qualified for. There's no way I'll get the position, but like, I'll give it a shot, you know? Um, and so I helped then I was hired on and I helped then open up the Fort Collins office and quickly was moved into the TL position and fell in love with the TL position. It's one of my favorite job positions I've had at card. Um, and then my husband got a position out here in Oregon. And so I came on out this way. Well, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you did because it sounded like you were needed there. So I'm glad that your husband got a job there to be where <laughs> you were needed. Uh, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes that's the way it happens. I don't know if you were watching earlier in the show that the reason why we have two offices open in Florida was because somebody needed to go to Florida and said to Card, I need to go to Florida. What you got for me? And now, um, now families are being helped there. So I hope that uh, in this next week on Autism Live, we're going to be featuring people who have been at Card for more than 20 years. And they tell their stories about where all over the world where they've been and all the people that they've met and the roles that they're in now and how many different sprouts. And I got to say, Nicole, you know, you're amazing. You've already added to CARD and I hope that you will be forthcoming with CARD and tell them what the things are that you want to do so that they can help you to achieve that uh, with them because CARD wants to keep you. You're a keeper. Yeah, well... <laughs> Let me tell you, I love CARD. At one of our TL retreats, um, I actually heard Doreen talking about her experience in ABA and how CARD came about. And I was still kind of on the fence on whether I wanted to go speech or ABA. And hearing her talk in that TL retreat just pushed me over the edge. And, and I drank the CARD Kool-Aid, as they say. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, today is Dr. Grand Pichet's birthday, and she couldn't be with us. She was supposed to be with us. But I know that would make her entire day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to make sure that she gets to hear that as a birthday present to her, because uh, the fact that, you know, she could have said something that, you know, led to someone like you doing what you've been doing in Oregon. People are writing in saying that they would like you now in Southern Oregon, too. Uh, can, they get, can they get you? And I'm sure they'll buy before. Yeah, we're done, I am in Southern Oregon. Medford is like just about as south as it gets. So I'm in Southern Oregon. Uh, OK, so uh, <laughs> there we go. I'm, so let's. The, the, I'm sure at some point this this parent will be reaching out to you, but Nicole, uh, seriously, thank you so much for everything that you do. I know what a difference you're making in so many lives, and it's just so deeply appreciated on behalf of all of us. Thank you for being a card star. Thank you so much, Shannon. It was great to be featured. I'm I'm a secret nerd, and on my breaks, I always watch you guys. So 
It was an oh, honor well, to be on here. So, <laughs> well, you're welcome to come back whenever you want. You've been a delight, uh, and we really appreciate what you're doing. But you take care. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much. You guys too. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Oh gosh, you guys. Uh, you know, I I hope your cups are filled uh, with with the knowledge that so many people care about what's going on for you and that they want to help you and your kiddos to reach the highest light that you can reach and that they can reach. And, you know, I, I told the story uh, last week about, you know, the dream that I had where, you know, it ended with, uh, you know, it's, I don't want to go through the whole thing again, but it ended with this, you know, catastrophic thing. And this person who was me in the dream was saying to me in the dream, oh my gosh, did you see what just happened to me? And the other me said to me, um, did you see how many people's arms you were in? Did you see that? And I know that that dream was a message to me because I had not noticed how many people's arms I was in. And I know in particular that there's one mom who's watching right now who feels a lot of the time that nobody has her, that she's not in anybody's arms. And I wish that I could, you know, I know that that's her experience and I wish I could change the experience of it. But I also wish that I could, you know, pop up a little television screen and show her the number of times in a given day and the number of people who are thinking about her and rearranging things because they want to help her and want to help her kiddo. I, I wish I could give you all that injection um, and let you know. And sometimes I got to be honest with you. Sometimes it's uh, I've seen this at card many times. It's not even a, a specific person, but I will be in a meeting with some of these professionals and they'll say, okay, but what about the mom who is in fill in the name of a city and they'll go, what about the mom that's there that we're not there yet? What about her? What do we do for her? And that card is always working on that. How do we help the kiddos that we have not yet gotten to? It's hard. It's hard. And you know, we're not there yet. Uh, but we keep on plugging. We keep on plugging. And I want you guys to remember that you're in a lot of people's arms. Uh, and, and sometimes it's these people and sometimes it's other people that I haven't met, but I hope that you're in good arms today. Yeah. So tomorrow we start a week long journey where we're going to be featuring people who have been in this field, working side by side with Dr. Grant Pichet for more than 20 years. Some of them have been doing this for 30 years. It's crazy, crazy to hear their stories uh, and hear the pioneers of the people who have made this possible to this date. Before there was insurance, before there was a roadmap, they found the roadmap. They created the word. The, the, and some of these people are, are honestly, even if you're not at card, they're people who have influenced the, this entire generation of ABA treatment uh, because they speak and they teach nationally. So I hope that you'll tune in for that. Uh, and then stay tuned because we've got, that's going to be tomorrow and all next week. And then after that, we've got some amazing ginormous interviews that are coming up. If you've seen the book, uh, I've been buried under years of dust. We have a wonderful interview coming up with Valerie Gilpier and her daughter, Emily uh, Groden. 
uh, and Emily communicates through facilitated communication. They co-authored the book, I Have Been Buried Every Years of Dust. It's like the number one Amazon pick this week. Uh, and we've got them coming up for you a week from Monday. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more card superstars. Until, this is the 20 plus club. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me. Bye bye for now.